It's voice actor and producer Nick Pasquale wishing everyone a happy 2021. So while we're busy preparing our season three doses, we thought we'd share a, a special treat for all you National Day Riffians. <clears throat> Sean wrote that. So recently, our host, <clears throat> yes, recently our host, Sean Michael Byer, sat down with fellow podcaster Mike Wagner for a chat about everything National Day Riff. Actually, Sean, he didn't really sit, physically sit with Mike. They were they were in, in, in different uh, states. They, they recorded separately together. Well, this, um, <clears throat> it was edited. Anyway, enjoy. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. We're here with a terrific gentleman from Los Angeles who's got a film company called Ice Cream. He's an award-winning director and also a podcast host. We'll tell you about it in just a minute. Uh, he's also worked in a number of films, including the award-winning Down the PCH, starring Guillermo Diaz, Elaine Hendricks, and Lynn Shea. Also, Resurrection Mary, featuring Golden Globe winner Sally Kirkland, and also... Um, the dancecentricroom.com, another tango, Randy's Cavus, and a lot more. But he's got podcasts out there, which just simply makes a national something to celebrate in a unique way. And of course, uh, we did a lot of things, you know, pirates, zucchini, some tacos, postal workers, stepchildren, and more, you name it, he's done it. And live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen, award-winning director and the podcast host of... What the hell is National Riff Day, <laughs> Sean Michael Byer? Hey, Sean, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, Mike. Thank well, you. Well, it's great to have you on board, too. So you're an award-winning director. You've um, done <laughs> uh, some work with uh, Down the PCH. you also done Resurrection Mary and also Another Tango, Randy's Canvas, and um, a lot more as well, too. And you've got a podcast, which is called What the Hell is Nation <laughs> Rift Day or National Rift Day, Day or Rift? And why do we care? And why do we care? Telling us about it. We'll let you tell about it and uh, tell us how you first got Got started. Pirates, zucchinis, children, and uh, postal workers and taco lovers, feel free to join in. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's uh, well, it's actually it's National Day Riff, and it was it it really started out as text messages uh, to sort of just entertain my friends. I would uh, look at uh, this website uh, on different ones that would show you, you know, today is National Taco Day, and so I just thought, you know, some of them are so ridiculous like Lost Sock Memorial Day. And I would read about what it was, and then I would come up with a funny little story, and then I started combining them. Some days there'll be 10 different celebrations. And so I would take each celebration and tell a story with it. And this one friend of mine said, you gotta do something with this. And you know maybe a blog, and then, and then it evolved into a podcast, and here we are, 41 episodes later. Wow. And, uh, and, and what influenced you to, uh, start up a podcast, you know, you've been in movies and everything and, um, and I'm sure you had to find something. So just to make yourself amusing, maybe you make a movie out of it. Oh, you could, I mean, anything. I mean, we were even talking last night about doing an animations of it, uh, something like that, but I, I'd never really thought about doing a podcast. I, I listen to true crime podcasts. You know, there's so many of those that are, you know, they're very long form, but I, I really enjoy those. And I thought, well, let's do something funny. And they're short. I mean, our, our average episode is probably eight minutes long at the most. Uh, some of them are longer. Some of them are certainly shorter. But 
uh, it's something you get a what we say a quick fi- fix of laughter. We call we even call the episodes doses as opposed to <laughs> an episode. So uh, it, it's just something to make people laugh, and it's a little on the darker side. You know, that's my sense of humor, but it's still all in fun. Hmm. That that is that is amazing. You said about uh, you know having that dark sense of humor. Basically, Am ruins everything. Meets Saturday Night Live, and um, also, who are some of your favorite uh, comedians, actors, and um, also directors growing up? Before we talk about your uh, movie career, uh, directors growing up, I always liked Woody Allen. Uh, just that 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 sardonic kind of humor, like I have the the lovable loser characters that he would create. I mean, they're all based on himself, I think. Um, uh, definitely Steven Spielberg, of course. You know, that's my coming of age era uh, with those those kind of movies. Um, and then just different, you know, filmmakers. Uh, it's Usually it's the body of work or the different films that I like as opposed to one particular person. Um, and... Uh, I'm, I'm, I dare I say I'm not one that has a favorite type of thing. I'm more about just today. I, I feel this, you know, people are like, what's your favorite song? Well, I don't have a favorite song or what's your favorite movie. I don't have a favorite. I like a lot of them. So it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint just one person per category, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course, uh, you're getting into uh, movies as well, too. And um, you talked about you have a favorite movie, this favorite movie, that and everything. And what are some of your favorite movies growing up? You know, it can be one day, it can be another day. So maybe at random, you can say, uh, what are some of your favorite movies growing up? And if you feel like changing your mind, feel free to do so. Um, <laughs> you won't hold me to it. Um, <laughs> I, I trust you. Um, I really I remember. I mean, I was an adult, but. Back to the Future always stuck with me just because of that whole, it was so cleverly uh, conceived and certainly well executed as a film. Um, that was definitely one that I really was just like, oh. Um, and, you know, I'm dating myself here, but those those older Disney movies when I was much younger with like uh, Suzanne Plachette, Tim Conway, uh, Dean Jones, you know, like that darn cat and Escape to Witch Mountain and any of those the apple dumpling gang, I think it was. Um, I just, you escape into that world for mm-hmm. that two hour period of time. And it, it's a matinee movie and you're with friends and you maybe, you know, parents. And I just, those were just so, you just leave the theater, just, you know, uh, mesmerized by what just happened. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you, then you make movies, and it's all ruined, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean the remakes these days? It seems like no, it's no, like, no. I'm saying, kidding. <laughs> no, no, well, some of the remakes should, should be, you know, they should leave things alone. Like uh, Star Wars, should, you know, that was another, you know, franchise I loved, but they they run it into the ground. I, I hate to say, I mean, I'm, I'm killing myself to getting a job at Disney, I guess, but I just the first three Star Wars were amazing. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. That's that's my feeling. Uh, it's uh, then again, I'm a big fan of Star Trek, and they've made a, a zillion of those. So I guess I'm sort of you know being a hypocrite in that capacity. But <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm not. But yet, that's not logical. But yes, Luke, I'm right. Still right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, th- yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> Tell us about uh, how you got started in movies. Um, I I started as an actor. Uh, being you know, eight years old, I think, and I did theater uh, in my hometown in Northern California. And then 
in the late eighties, I moved to Los Angeles to act and I found it, I found it tough. It's, you know, it, there's a lot of people out here that want to uh, do the same thing. And I finally had this sort of epiphany, like I need to produce my own film so I can show off my acting. And when I started it, I, I, that was my intent. And then I, as I got into the process, I'm like, I have to direct this. I can't, I can't just act in it. And so that sort of was the beginning of my filmmaking uh, career with, with short films and, and music videos and, and things like that. And then in 2000, uh, a buddy and I were going to do a, uh, a horror movie. And so I formed Ice Cream Films. Um, and that's E-Y-E, Scream Films, three words. Um, and I've never really made a horror movie yet. Uh, we intended to, but I formed the company and then it, I've had that ever since. So it's been 20 years now with that company. And I've uh, been a part of four feature films that I uh, directed and co-wrote or wrote and lots and lots of other smaller projects, cooking shows and fitness videos and music videos, uh, lots of different things. And then recently I expanded the title to ice cream films and media, hmm. uh, which includes different things besides just film. Um, and that you know produces my podcast, National Day Riff. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's how I got started. That is amazing. And was it one precise moment that influenced you into precisely what you're doing when it comes um, to movies? Again, I, yeah, again, I think it was, uh, well, first of all, I'm a control freak. So there's that. Um, but uh, I, I think it was as much as I still enjoy acting and still do act uh, on, in different projects that I'm you know, hosting the, the podcast, I, I found that <clears throat> I really wanted to be behind the scenes, making it happen, starting. I mean, there's nothing more pleasurable than starting with a blank piece of paper, if you will, or a blank page on your computer and creating a script that then in turn gets produced into a movie that's an amazing process and an amazing feeling and that you know i'm blessed that i have that ability and and a lot of people only wish they could do that and and i'm fortunate enough to have that ability i've never been to film school i i uh, i've been on lots of sets and i learned you know and learned practical filmmaking but uh i just i just think it was that that moment around i want to say late 90s and i'm like i need to be a filmmaker, not just an actor. And that's, and that's been my, my motto ever since. Mm -hmm. you, you also uh, directed the award-winning down the PCH starring Guillermo Diaz, Elaine Hendricks, and Lynn Shea. Also resurrection Mary starring golden globe winner, Sally Kirkland, and also um, another tango and Randy's Cavus, another award-winning film. And uh, tell us some more about those films. And um... down the PCH was my first film. Uh, I, up until that point, I'd only made short films and, and music videos. And uh, my producer, Valerie McCaffrey, helped me put together the cast. Um, we made that movie, and this was in 2005, we made that movie for $40,000. Wow. I'll never do that again. <laughs> it, was, it was very difficult. Obviously, everybody volunteered their services for the most part. Um, but it was a wonderful experience. And to have that film win awards... And that led me to getting uh, my second film, Resurrection Mary, which had a much higher budget. Um, my third film was Randy's Canvas, which is the story of an aspiring artist with autism. That one took me 11 years to get made. I, 
I wrote the original script in 2006, I want to say, and it took us until, uh, was it 20, yeah, 2016, we shot that film. We finally, finally were able to raise the money. Um, it was originally going to take place in San Francisco. We changed it to Rhode Island and shot it the entire movie in Rhode Island. That was an amazing experience. And uh, that was also a lower budget movie, but uh, you wouldn't know it to watch it. I am so humble to say that I say that, but, um, and then the, the Hallmark movie, uh, another tango, that was just a fun little dance centric movie. Uh, we shot that in South Carolina, uh, which was, that was a lot of fun as well. So, mm-hmm. and then I've got various projects in development, different, different, uh, different scripts that, that uh, we're looking to raise money for and, and get, get into production. And, uh, and in the meantime, I'm, uh, busy behind the microphone writing and producing a comedy podcast that is amazing as well too we'll talk more about that and where can we find your films at uh you can find uh most everything is amazon prime at this point uh uh, anywhere streaming voodoo uh, pay-per-view on your cable channels um it's hard to get into to break the netflix uh uh, barrier, if you will, now because they're producing so much of their own content. Uh, so sometimes films that used to easily be there are, but they're not now as much. But uh, you can find you can find those films anywhere, pretty much. You can order DVDs, or uh, you know, everybody's streaming things nowadays. So we're here with award-winning writer, director, and podcast host Sean Michael Byer with National. Riff Day here on the Mike Wagner Shores a day riff. Oh my god, boy, I, I, I I'm getting so jumbled here. I'll tell you, it's just it, like it, you know, it, 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 it's a dyslexia, dyslexia day. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, you know what? I think we should talk about National Dyslexia Day <laughs> or a day of dyslexia. Yes, I think we just came up with some great idea. But but you know something? I I think somebody's about to sneak some uh, zucchini in this one. So sneak some zucchini into your neighbors. Porch day. Ben, synchronize your watches. Old Lady Anderson over there hasn't been eating her veggies. Are you serious? Veggies are good for you. Indeed they are, son. Oh my gosh. I think somebody did sneak some zucchini on that one too. So, <laughs> all right. Tell us more about that uh, sneaking in zucchini. Oh my it, gosh. Oh. It, I, I When I first saw that day, I thought, seriously is it a real day and it's sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day uh and it's because it it, it happens in the fall i don't remember exactly the, da- the date but it's because in the fall harvest the farmers had too much zucchini so the idea is that you you give your neighbor a basket full of zucchini as as a you know a kindness a gesture of kindness and so, and I thought, well, that's silly. Let's have let's have commandos uh, raid someone's house who's not eating the vegetables and, <laughs> and bring them. And the, the name the name of that episode is actually at zero dark thirty. We move in with the Italian squash. <laughs> the Italian squash. Oh my gosh! I yes, think you're about yes. to get the mafia coming after him. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh! And I think um, y- you know we also had as well too. We had some Thanksgiving. We had some Christmas and uh, ooh some Halloween. So yeah, sorry about candy. Hopefully she'll escape or something. Watch out for the cat laying there. 
or the ow break and the tripwire. <clears throat> so what's up? Look what I found. Whoa. Is that found footage? I'll just pop the newly unearthed digital video disc into this antique laptop computer that has just enough battery power left to play the DVD one time while sitting atop this dusty table with spider webs and sinister looking tools that belong in a medieval dungeon. Ooh, I got scared on that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, a little bit of Halloween action there too. So <laughs> that was that was my 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 ode to cheesy horror movies. Really cheesy horror movies. Well, recently we watched a Little Shop of Horrors, going back to 1960, featuring the debut of a very young Jack Nicholson. What was he like? Uh, 23 or 24 back then? Oh my goodness! I mean, I mean, every horror freak had to watch Little Shop of Horrors from 1960. Not the Steve Martin version. I was like 86, but 1960. Right. That was I like, consider one of the worst, but also funniest. Hex. That's what made me think of. Feed me, feed I, me I, more. I never even- <laughs> I didn't know that that was the movie with, I mean, it's a Broadway show, but I didn't know that that was a, that was done earlier. That's news to me. So wait, we know, we know, we know something when we get done here and after you uh, play with your podcast, you can, um, you know, go check that out. I mean, it doesn't have to be on Halloween. Doesn't have to be on Thanksgiving, Christmas. It can be like any time, any time. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, um, which, uh, you know, we're having a bunch of turkeys. Who are the Sam Ellison now? Happy Thanksgiving. We only made enough for four. That was kind of rude, Mom. He was naked. What? (laughs) He was naked? Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you talking about the turkey or are you talking about the guest? Who was naked? The the, the neighbor, yeah. The nosy neighbor shows up naked. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, were they playing with the zucchini or what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. my God. Nice, nice callback. There. <laughs> and, and, of course, uh, for those uh, getting into Christmas 24-7. I'm the ghost of Christmas right now. It's nice to meet you. Come now, little Tim Tim. Daddy will give you a piggyback ride to the table. What's wrong with that scrawny one? Oh, he has Kalman syndrome, which will prevent him from reaching puberty. That would suck. Euthanizing is still illegal, right? Yes. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's something, um, you know, people would, um, you know, think like that. But yeah, it's like, um, what was I think like the Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton, or maybe one of the um, National Lampoon's Vacation or something, or um, somebody burns a house down with too many Christmas lights, or what is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, well, this one was uh, called A Christmas, comma, Carol, uh, based on Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And I took uh, Scrooge and made her an alcoholic, wealthy woman. And she, uh, she has one too many drinks, goes home, and she gets visited by the, the ghosts like, like you do in the story. We just had fun with it. And, uh, you know, I followed the narrative for the most part of Dickens with the updates and 
my dark sense of humor, but that was that was a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm I'm sure people had too many eggnogs around that time, and maybe some regrets, <laughs> and maybe they just um you know mistaken a cat like as a, like an appetizer or a dog like say as a reindeer. I mean, you know how that goes. But of course, um, of oh, course, yeah. of course, people get into a uh, musical as well too. Let's get musical here. This evening's story begins in a small rural town where everyone knows everyone and needs to mind their own business. Our debutante, Lavenderia, lived in a double white trailer along with her single mother, Propella, and her older stepsister, Off-White, from her mother's first marriage to... That man we don't talk about. (laughs) One day, I'm going to be a princess, Mother. I'll wear beautiful long gowns and marry a handsome prince who isn't on probation. Mm, Good for you, honey. Now, finish cutting Mommy's toenails. It's bowling night. I'm going to be a princess. Yeah, and imagining princesses, maybe you can do a Frozen 3. Let it go, let it go. <laughs> she, um, uh, that's my girl, Angela Hicks. She, uh, she's one of my regular uh, cast members, and uh, she's got a beautiful voice. And we, and we decided, let's do a musical. It's going to be a lot of work. But uh, she and I wrote the songs, and uh, she did an amazing job. Uh, my whole cast did an amazing job on that one. That was that was a huge undertaking to to do that, and and then the soundscape has got to sound like you're on a, in a on a Broadway stage. So it was it was a lot of work, but I think it really paid off. It was a it was a great episode. It, it sounded like it paid off a great deal, and of course you got the broadcast pros um, like you and I are doing, and I think of radio drama. It's broadcast traffic professionals day. The first traffic broadcast was from Pittsburgh in 1920, back when a traffic jam was your horse taking a dump in the middle of an intersection. (laughs) Whoopsie, my bad. What the hell did you eat? National Day Riff, available wherever you get your podcast fix. Nineteen twenty, they did horse and carriage. You mean they banned model T's back then? Unbelievable! <laughs> and in Pittsburgh, my God, it's like Steel City. I think they did away with the horse and carriage, but <laughs> well, I'm still they still drove whole, them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was still that whole whole era where people people didn't want to want to uh, buy the automobiles. They didn't want to give in. Right. They were used to their horses. I think I mean, just think about that now. That seems archaic. But I think, you know, people are resistant to change. Mm hmm. And and, and, so. and and of course, you know, people get used to it as well, too. And where can we find your podcast at? You can find the, the podcast pretty much everywhere we, where we can find yours. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Um, and we're, we're trying to expand it, you know, all the time, but, uh, pretty much if you listen to a podcast, you can find us there. So, wow, that's amazing. You actually, um, you know, you know, you know, mentioned where the Mike Wagner show was, you mentioned, um, Stitcher, Deezer and, um, iHeart and everything. Were you actually writing this down while I was doing my breaks? I was going to ask you that. Were you writing those down <laughs> seriously? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I started, 
when I went into this, I knew you could get podcasts on Apple and Audible and different places, but I didn't know the process. I was sort of just finding my way as, as we went when we started distributing this. And it was, it's so exciting when, especially when Apple says, yes, we'll approve your podcast. I was, that was very exciting. And, and, and we're looking forward to more um, episodes as well, too. We're here with the award winning oh, yeah. director and podcast host, Sean Michael Byer, here on the Mike Widener Show. Sean, a very, very big thank you for your time. Being absolutely fantastic. Definitely looking forward to having you again soon. I can't wait to hear more um, episodes from you on National Day Riff. So I think we should do a dyslexic one where it's like, you know, this is <laughs> National Riff Day. It's yeah. like, you know. National riff, riff Day, yes. I think we might have to. That's kind of. I, I I try not to make fun of serious subjects, but sometimes you can push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. Um, but let me, I want to, if I can real quick, I want to give a shout out to my main cast, uh, Nick Pasquale and Adam Carbone. And we already mentioned Angela Hicks and I've got a whole bunch of other, we call them misfit voices that have contributed. And, you know, I really appreciate all their efforts. They, you know, they all do this because they love to do it and, and it shows. And, and you guys love what you're doing as well, too. Oh, and yeah. I can tell you love what you're doing as well, too, Sean. And just a, just a few more things with uh, Sean Bayer here. Sean, what, do you, what, do you, what can we expect from you in 2021 and beyond? Hopefully no more uh, uh, wearing masks uh, in 2021. That's something I'm hoping for. Uh, but I've got uh, various projects uh, in the works. Um, in fact, I was speaking to uh, uh, executive producer about a romantic comedy that we might be shooting next uh, next spring. Um, continuing with National Day Rip, we've got our new Thanksgiving coming up, our new Christmas episode coming up. Um, and uh, just onward and upward. 20, 2020 has been a year of... Uh, uh, trials and tribulations, to put it in a nice way, and I really look forward to 21, uh, 2021 being a prosperous, uh, positive uh, year of change. That is amazing. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? That is a tough question. I, you know, my family always supported. They didn't understand my choice to work in the entertainment business, the cattle ranchers, but they've always supported <laughs> what I've done and what I've believed in. And I think that's probably my biggest, my biggest, you know, supporter and, uh, you know, encouragement and knowing that it's a tough road, but they always were there for me all, all, every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And that is fantastic as well, too. Getting some great ideas for from you, and uh, maybe you can suggest in the podcast when we're off the air here. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Perseverance. You have to stick with what you believe in and, and don't think you're going to become an overnight success. That almost never happens. Stick with what you believe in, even if it takes a long time. Stick to your guns. Stick to your vision. Don't let others tell you how to do it. This is you. You stick to what you believe in, and you will thrive. That is fantastic advice. Once again, Sean Michael Bear, podcast host of National Day Riff and award-winning director here on the Mike Wagner Show. Sean, very big thank you for your time. Being absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon, and keep us up to date. Once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people... Uh, check out your movies and check out your podcast. Yes. Well, and thank you for, for uh, this, Mike, and playing those clips. That was awesome. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can find the, the podcast at nationaldayriff.com or on all of the podcasts, you know, the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, et cetera. 
Um, my movies, uh, Down with PCH, Resurrection Mary, uh, Randy's Canvas, Another Tangle are all on streaming services like Amazon Prime and uh, Apple Movies and, and those different platforms as well as pay-per-view. And uh, you can find me on social media, Sean Michael Byer, uh, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And uh, yeah, say hi. Tell us, tell us what's up. Uh, if you want to see, you know, let us know you wanted to hear a certain national day with like national dyslexic day or day of dyslexia. Uh, maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Or, or how about uh, national chewing gum day or national um, drink your favorite coffee day, or maybe uh, listen to your uh, favorite podcast day, or maybe um, cow like ranching or camera, or maybe um, national um, eat your grapes and have fun today or uh, throw a tomato day or something. <laughs> I mean, the list can go on and on and on, Sean, but, but we'll do that another time. Once again, Sean, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely terrific. Looking forward to having you again soon. Do us a favor. Keep us up to date. Love you back on in 2021 and beyond. And don't forget to keep in touch and um, let's have a national day of riff again. <laughs> <laughs> The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios.